Hello, everybody. Welcome to It Was Tuesday with your host, James Chen, a.k.a. Jay Chenzer. How's everybody going out there? Uh, this is going to be an interesting episode here. I actually kind of want to see if I can get more feedback from you guys, uh, the viewers here. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, uh, I would really love to hear your guys' take in the comments below. So um, I, uh, if you can, please leave some comments and let me know. But the topic at hand here today uh, is all about FGC content. <laughs> this topic was brought up once again by uh, King J, a very popular streamer out in the UK. And uh, he's talking about FGC content. A lot of this discussion has been taking place. We talked about this a little bit earlier with Giuna uh, and Majin Obama talking about the uh, the Raccoon Cup uh, that was recently, the, the, the CR Cup, I think it was, uh, that just happened recently. But uh, I want to highlight a particular tweet here uh, from King J. And here you see him say, uh, there is a big hole in FGC content creation. Interview with players, how do they train, asking about the future titles, can you see them playing other games, uh, fighting game podcasts, reactions, reviewing trailers, blog site for FGC content creators or news and fighting games. There's so much that can be done and someone can fill that space. You don't have to be the best at a game to be successful in the FGC. You just need to think outside the box. I mean, it's really interesting here. First of all, I mean, before I even get started here, I feel like a lot of this stuff is in the box. <laughs> like a lot of this is happening, right? Like I do a fighting game podcast. Thank you guys again for watching. And, uh, you know, there's plenty of reactions that I do. I review trailers, etc., etc. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people out there are talking, like C4 has mentioned, it's not necessarily a gap in content. It's people wanting to be done, wanting the content to be done by their favorite content creators. You know, King J has a nice little point over here where he mentions that, you know, you could be the next content creator. But it's a very difficult thing to do because you have to be established and you kind of have to have a gimmick and you have to get things so that people want to see. And on top of everything, I think one of the things that a lot of people are talking, aren't talking about over here is the fact that um, a lot of it really depends on what YouTube wants. YouTube is so, you're so at the mercy of YouTube and, I, and I'll talk to you about that. I'll talk about that in a little bit. You know, a lot of people are, are so, yeah, so high folders so of discoverability seems to be an issue. As many people stated, they create content but do not receive the exposure they deserve. Maybe having a way to group all the creators together on one website or list could help. Even a central FGC group to support the FGC community, etc., etc. It's it's really kind of interesting out here. So let's let's talk about this little by little, uh, shall we? So uh, let's go ahead and go over here here. So one of the things I will say is like for example, uh, my content on this channel that I was doing was doing very very well uh, for a while. I was getting a lot of views. Uh, I think the YouTube algorithm started to like me <laughs> and started promoting my content a lot. Then Evo came around and I took like a two week break. And then after that, all of a sudden, 
YouTube didn't like me anymore. <laughs> YouTube uh, just basically stopped promoting any of my stuff. Yeah, we have started topic one, and I forgot to highlight that. And, uh, you know, I've do I'm doing match analysis. In fact, I'm going to do match analysis later on today. But a lot of it is that we are at the mercy of the algorithm. So, you know, when you try to create interesting content in the FGC, a lot of people won't see it, right? Because it has to be something that's promoted or just happens to go viral. Uh, like I said, the algorithm was favoring me for a while and took I took a single little two-week break of content. And then after that, everything just fell apart like all of a sudden youtube wasn't recommending me anymore i wasn't getting and and heck like i created a video you know that explained the frame meter at the bottom of the screen and youtube was like this seems good and they sh recommended it to everyone and it got a bunch of views i made a part two for it and then youtube was like meh whatever and like nobody has seen part two even though part one has links to part two like right on it it's uh really kind of crazy uh right now so you know one of the hardest things about content creation really is just you know um you're at the mercy of the youtube algorithm there's so little control you actually have over this <laughs> Yeah, and, and okay, so we'll talk about Yohozi's reply over here because I definitely saw that and I wanted to talk about that as well. View post engagements. Uh, let's see what a lot of these guys actually said out here. So Ace King Offsuit says there's a difference between the type of content people want to exist and the type of content people actually watch. There are a lot of great podcasts and interviews out there. They just don't get as much play as fast food tier lists. Again, 100% true. 100% true. I did a really, really informa informative interview with Zynac about rollback net code. Uh, and then basically uh, no one watched it. Uh, you know, Rome himself says, said, Tenderman said, I'll go first. I do pot. Like people are t doing all this stuff over here. Uh, yeah, then Kitty is talking about synchronize over here. Uh, let's see here. Who's trying to get together some shit posts and see again? Uh, notice I'm surprised at a few of the categories listed. Certainly no shortage of trailer reviews, reactions, or podcasts. Exactly. Uh, we'll talk about the problem with interviews in just a little bit as well. Uh, where is, uh, Yohozi's response over here? Um... It's just, I mean, we've been doing a lot of this, honestly. Um, where is Yohozi's response? Jesus. Wow, really? They, they put hers right really far at the bottom, I see. Thanks, guys. That's the one I'm looking for. Uh, dude, it's going to be absolutely the bottom one, right? It's going to be the last one, isn't it? Jesus, what the hell? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elon knows this. He's been making content all day. Uh, what the hell? Where did it go? Did I just miss it? What the heck, dude? Did she delete her tweet? 
Did she delete her tweet? Um, no, it's still here. Oh, she actually quote tweeted somebody else. I see. John Crofts was the one responding to King J. Okay, okay, there we go. So John Crofts says, there isn't enough good FTC content. It's something people used to say all the time, but I don't think is really true anymore. These days, there's so much content that it's difficult even for quality creators to stand out among the crowd. Says my tips if you're an FGC YouTuber, make something original, not just the 10,000 trailer reaction, a road to master video, make titles and thumbnails that people want to click, cut out downtime, and we'll talk about that uh, as well. So we'll talk about that in a second as well. So there's a lot of topics here to cover. Uh, but Yohosi Don says that uh, one thing that I do think is missing with FGC content is straight match videos with calm commentary. I can't find this when I tried making it, uh, and when I tried making it, nobody clicked. Bummer. Sometimes I want to revisit finding the formula to this content. Yeah, and uh, this is, I mean, she hits the nail right on the head. Nobody clicked, right? This is one of the biggest problems right there. Uh, also, Empower Prowler says, also, there is games that are more viral than others. I make small reviews on FGC News in Spanish on TikTok, and MK makes five times at least more views than other games. But MK is not my game, but I make TikToks to get attention. Now, this is the thing, right? This is, this, is the, this is the key thing right here, is that nobody clicks on these things. Nobody actually wants to watch these things a lot of the times. And, you know, she says um, uh, also here, I feel like people are largely misinterpreting. I'm saying that you take your Twitch stream, take the most interesting matches, and make a daily, semi-daily video of your best matches, cleanly edited at 10 to 30 minutes long. Literally the most effortless thing, LOL. And, and again, you know, you can do this, but I think people are more interested in watching tournament footage, right? A lot of people will rather watch the can opener stuff, Tampa Never Sleeps and stuff, as opposed to just the one person streaming their matches, unless they're entertaining, right? You, ha you have people like Smug, who just like is endlessly entertaining, and you know, he gets a lot of people to watch. It's really about the personality more so than it is the actual content. Hmm. Excuse me. And that's where a lot of it comes from, right? And so um, when we look at John Croft's uh, uh, tweet over here, you know, this is basically what I was saying earlier. We're victims to the algorithm, right? We just have to, like, YouTube just has to like us. They just have to find a reason. We have to get a lot of, uh, you know, uh, engagements, uh, impression follow-throughs is another one that's big. Um, so this one's really, really tough here. And again, you know, uh, cut out downtime, keep people watching and entertain the entire video. This is also another problem here is a lot of the successful YouTubers out there have good editors. It really, really is about having a good editor out there. Uh, who is good at cutting things down for you. Because if you're a content creator, like I can say personally, I don't have time <laughs> to edit my videos, right? Like a lot of times I'll stream these things and it's just like, 
I just you, like it takes me. Well, okay, I do have time to edit my videos, but I'm bad at it because I'm one OCD and two, uh, it's like me picking my favorite child. I don't know what to cut out, and oftentimes, what I think is interesting is vastly different from what people actually find interesting. Uh, so it's it's really kind of difficult. To, to get but if you look at a lot of the successful guys out there like Eris like Sajam you know they have editors I, I don't know if, I think Max has editors now too I don't think Max is editing his own video he started that way but it's kind of like this weird cycle right so I don't have uh, I don't make enough from content to hire anybody to edit <laughs> a lot of the guys like Eris and Sajam they just have it so that the editors make the YouTube money right so that's always a good way to do it but I don't make enough money from YouTube to really justify uh, an editor at this point in time uh, Peter says I don't think Eris fits in this conversation in what way in what way uh, <laughs> dude literally makes zero FGC content yeah he used to he used to okay uh, uh, before <laughs> he used to and so that's one of the tough things I've had people come and offer to help edit for me uh, but the problem is is like honestly I I can't pay them anything and I, 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 I feel bad like some people are like I'll do it for free and I'm just like I just I don't feel good about that you know and you know if if I pay them my YouTube money you know that's you know what, like I'm getting them like, you know, like, I mean, hopefully that they can actually, uh, um, yeah, that's the strat retire from FGC content. It actually is. I mean, Rob TV got more views thanks to his react to music, uh, videos. Obviously he couldn't monetize any of them because they all had copyrighted music, which is a shame for him, but he definitely got a lot more hits thanks to that. Uh, than it was from uh, FGC content. And that's the thing, right? So FGC content is very, very difficult to, uh, to do. So, I mean, before I go on with any of this conversation here, um, I just want to ask from you guys, like when you guys are jumping around YouTube or whatever like that, what is it that you guys can watch? What do you guys tend to watch on YouTube in terms of fighting game content, right? Like what's your favorite content to watch? What what do you guys end up stopping on? Uh, oh yeah, so Tombstone says, cause I'd say there's a lot of content for the newer games and there is the old stuff. Trying to find info for Blaze Blue Central Fiction is tough. Yeah, it's true, but that's because a lot of the other games don't rake in the views. We were talking about this with the Undernight stuff uh recently right the the undernight content nobody like someone yelled like why aren't you guys creating content for undernight and uh me i explained it and even sajam uh, someone mentioned sajam had the same experience that when they looked for undernight content they found their own we found our own content because no one's making it and every time i mean i made a video with uh, you know, about Street Fighter, hey, Aki impressions, then I made a video about Kaguya coming out on Undernight, nobody watched that, dude, <laughs> nobody watched that, you know, it, it's crazy, um, 
Uh, Eclodam says, I feel, hi, James. I feel with F content in the FGC, it's like jelly beans. Do I want to hear James speak on content or do I want to listen to King J speak on the topic, for example? Um, you'll have to explain that one a little bit more. <laughs> oh, dude, my tier list stuff, and if I talk about tiers, anytime you talk about tiers, people want to go and watch that all the time. Uh, Adam... Adam Sedge asks, says, I love deep dives, quality videos. I hate when streamers make low effort videos where they just record during their stream. Right. A, a lot of people feel that way too, right? And, and unfortunately, like, that's kind of what I have to do on these uh, podcast tweets, right? Uh, while Enrique says, I research for the newest tech like Nemo YouTube videos talking about using DI versus tapping parry. Step Back says, for me personally, I like seeing videos about interesting matches from tournaments. Juna does a lot of those, but they are probably the most not most popular in general. Yeah, Mozzie M says, I just come and rewatch your coverage on Twitch, right? So you just use the Twitch archives, basically. It's an interesting situation. It's an interesting conversation. I think that's where a lot of the, the issues come from. So if we go back to uh, King J's tweet over here, which I think is really important to kind of go over one by one. So interview with players. This one is a really tricky one because players are trying to make content too. And a lot of times you're like, hi, I want to interview you. You know, then it gets into the whole conversation of like, whose channel do we stream on? Where do we put it on YouTube? Can I put it on my YouTube channel, et cetera, et cetera, because it's great content that could probably work for their channel too. Also, very hard to tie down people to interviews. It's really, really, really hard. Um, I have been trying to interview a particular individual for the past few years. Uh, that is, of course, Jay Fassant. And it's just, it's so hard to find a proper time. You know, Viscant, a.k.a. Viscant, uh, Jay Snyder. I've been trying to interview him for years, and he's just so busy all the time, and it's really impossible to do that. I mean, I may just not be able to do it live, uh, to be honest with you. Yeah, people say they want content on smaller fighting games, says Mozzie, but when you create it, no one watches it. 100%. 100%. Nobody watches content on smaller games. And in fact, on my channel, I swear if I don't talk about Street Fighter, nobody watches my content. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Matthew Mangi Art says, I feel like I mostly watch YouTube for technique stuff. It could be learning how to cross cut DP or a new song on guitar. The other thing I watch are product demos and reviews. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Romano Chi says, I watch it. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people watch it, but again, it just, it doesn't help very much. Right. I mean, it, it, we need, we need more consistency because if you don't get consistency, you don't get algorithmed basically. Right. Like that's, that's kind of the main thing here. Right. So like, for example, I'll, I'll just show you, I'll just talk about the numbers that we get. Right. So I put out a video said the current state of street fighter six month three, and I got 7,000 views. And that is a very high number for me. For me, that is a very, very high number to get 7,000 views. But again, it's a state of Street Fighter VI, right? And uh, so it's 7,000 views. Then every time I put out a synchronized video, it's like 908 views. The last synchronized video was 1,060 views because people just aren't interested in SNK stuff. Man, like 
It sucks. I hate it. I put out SNK content and like not a lot of people watch it. <laughs> you know, I have a video called Aki detailed moveset analysis, 2,750 viewers, right? And then I put out a, view, a video called Kaguya joins Undernight 2. And I put waifu on there and try to do clickbaity stuff and everything. 968 views, right? Got nothing on here. Uh, I've talked about what is balanced, 2,500 views. You know, has FTC content grown stale, about 1,600 views. Uh, I played Aki for a week, 2,300. And then I even did an analysis on how, uh, on Oniki, on his Kim versus Fujimura's Ken. I didn't get that many views either. So that's like 1,300 views. And so this is basically what you're getting, right? It's, 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 it has to be exceptional. <laughs> for people to watch. Now, one of my problems is my content is far too long, right? Like, so Oniki fighting against Fujimura, you know, is a two hour, 12 minute video. No one's gonna sit around and watch that all day, right? However, I did do the analysis of Snake Eyes versus Reynold, which was an hour and 50 minutes, but that's Snake Eyes and that's Zangief. So that got 7,500 views. Uh, yeah, a little bit, Zilcho. I was doing the commentating over Shao Hai stuff, but Shao, that wasn't getting any views. And then I just kept forgetting to do it because of my ADHD. And so eventually uh, they just gave up on me. But yeah, the content, I mean, look, best of, five, best of five show knows, man. Like the content grind sucks though, dude. Like it's, it's tough. Uh, Prowler says one thing I haven't seen much is character specific content like matchups or guides for dummies I mean, I always see full-on guides and take for granted that I know everything and can do all the moves and combos Why not a baby steps guides for the character of mechanics and combos that are not optimal but easy to get into games? Yeah, a lot of people talk about beginner content and uh, a lot of people also say there's tons of beginner content out there There's definitely not a lot of you know, character-specific beginner content, for sure. That is definitely a, a problem out there. Uh, do I ever check out... I didn't get a chance to check out CR Cup. Those got huge numbers for Street Fighter Six, so mostly for outsiders, I guess. Yeah, I had a whole video where I talked about that. That video was called... Uh, has FGC content grown stale and uh, 40 minutes long and got 1600 views. So that's not bad. It's not bad for me. I mean, that's all right. But obviously, look, I like just full disclosure, like I maybe make $200 a month on YouTube content, right? 250, 200 to 300, I'll say. On a good month, I'll make 400. Like if I put out something particularly that just goes viral, I'll make 400 a month. But for the most part, it's like 200, 250 a month. And, you know, obviously that's nothing. <laughs> obviously that's not enough to sustain anything on, right? And it's hard to, uh, it's hard to have that be a motivating factor uh, to help you keep going. Uh, but that's kind of the situation there. Uh, let me also keep going over here. So again, one of the problems is interviews. It's hard because it's hard to lock people down. It's hard to lock people down for content. Fighting game podcasts, Best of V show will tell you and I will tell you that fighting game podcasts do not do well on YouTube. They'd probably do better if I had an editor who could edit down my content to be more succinct. 
but uh, my videos are too long and that's just the nature of me though. But you know, people have told me before that's kind of your thing is long form content. So, you know, that's probably kind of what you should stick with at this point, but we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And so X says, I definitely tend to watch videos when they're 10 to 20 minutes long, right? My content is super long. So a lot of people don't want to watch it. Right. Uh, reactions. Everybody does reactions. And I, I just don't think people care about that. You know, I just don't think people care about that kind of thing anymore. Uh, blog site, uh, Choice Sauce responded, who, you know, who helped worked on toptier.gg. And even he said, he was like, yeah, we used to write articles, but we just didn't get any hits, you know? And, and so, you know, it's hard out there. There's so much that could be done and someone can fill that space. And I feel like a lot of people are filling that space. But like I said, we're so much at the mercy of YouTube's algorithm and without having a viral sensation, you know, uh, it's really difficult to get um, to get people to pay attention. And again, like I said, from my standpoint, you know, uh, not having an editor makes it really hard, especially because I need to get this I need to get this thing out by tomorrow, you know. And now I do ICFC Asia every night. And so basically, like, I have no time to edit this to get it out tomorrow at all. You know, it's definitely nice when you have an editor who's just like, I'll take care of it. And then you can go and, you know, do what you need, basically. Uh, yeah, you really need gimmicks and personality and stuff. And that, that's one of the hard parts about it. And uh, personality is a tough thing. So, uh, yeah, one-hour interviews, hard to get Thai people down. And then, you know, you can get people in there. But, I mean, we used to do interviews on the Tuesday show all the time. We had interviews up the butt on the Tuesday show. We even separated them out into their own videos. And not a lot of people watched them. Right. Here's another conversation. Then how do we make our content more visible? All of this exists. And that's the thing. We can't. We're at the mercy of YouTube because it's not about everybody in the FGC, like everybody in this chat, everybody on Twitter and stuff. We're not the target audience. That audience is not going to get us the views on YouTube. And uh, it's the outside content. CR Cup is a great example. A lot of people watch that because they were outsiders. A lot of people watch Maximilian because they're outsiders. A lot of people, you know, like Eris, like, like someone joked in earlier, the, the key to successful FGC content is to stop doing FGC content. <laughs> yeah, my favorite was when you guys would do the weekly round of what was going on in the FGC covered most games. Yeah, we used to do that. Nobody watched that either. So, like, I mean, honestly, my numbers since the Tuesday show, since I've been doing It Was Tuesday, the numbers that I get on YouTube are actually better than they were when uh, we were doing the Tuesday show. Crazy enough as it is. I, I can't explain it. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there was definitely a lot more happening with the older content, but... 
you know, collabs. Yeah, that's another way to do it. But you have to collab outside of the scene, right? You have to collab with somebody else uh, to bring in viewers. And then a lot of times, you know, like, for example, uh, Faye Mata tweeted recently that she wanted to learn Aki, you know, and Giuna quote retweeted that and said, this is a good opportunity, I think, for someone in the FGC to, you know, catch the attention of people outside. But it's just like, also, like, at the same time, like, it just feels so exploitative, right? And now everybody's like jumping like, oh my gosh, I want to help Faye Mata because this will help my content, you know? And it's like, it just, it feels so predatory. It feels so disingenuous, you know? I don't know if anybody ended up helping her, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh so, yeah, I, I, I'm just not sure how that, but I mean, again, everything that feels wrong is what you're supposed to do, right? Like, you know, clickbaity titles. I mean, people have yelled at me on YouTube. They're like, I can't, I thought this video was going to be about this, but there was nothing. Uh, and I was like, I'm sorry, dude, I have to do it. I, I have to do it, you know? And so like, it's, it's kind of a, a, a different, different kind of situation. Um, it, it, it's hard. It's hard because like, but that's the thing. It's like maybe lychee is what you're just supposed to do because to the YouTube viewers, it, it doesn't feel that way, right? It doesn't feel like everybody is chasing clout kind of thing. Uh, it's a tough situation out there, but um, I, so that's why I'm asking like, what kind of content do you guys like to see? You know, Distofu actually says, or DS Tofu, I should say, says the FGC is niche enough, so it's always an uphill battle to get outsiders in. Yeah, absolutely. And Investigation Code says, unfortunately, it's hard slash impossible to have genuine interactions once famous. Yeah, that's true as well. You know, um, I don't know what the answer is. You know, obviously, I'm trying very hard here, and this is less of a discussion but me just talking about like why it's hard for content creators, you know, and uh, why it's difficult for us to gain traction because a lot of it is kind of out of our control unless you just hit that particular niche and uh, like Maximilian and Sajam have, right? Or Smug has, right? You have to have, you gotta hit that um, particular niche. You gotta, no, not niche. You gotta hit that particular stride. Like something you gotta do just has to catch on. I cr like, okay, so here's a perfect example. Like people are saying like, yeah, you should create the uh, 10 minute videos and stuff like that. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna start doing that too. So I created my first attack 2023 videos. And the reason why I've kind of slowed down on those is because honestly they're not getting that many views either i mean the, the the one the video that has the most is like maybe uh four thousand views and that was published three months ago right but like the views here for my first attack videos which are all less than 10 minutes long except for one of them, which is 13 minutes long, but every other one is 10 minutes or shorter, you know, uh, they get on an average of 2,000 something, 3,000 views maybe, 
And that's about it. Oh, thank you for the subscriptions uh, to Pink Slime and to Ray Lubes. Uh, thank or oh, Raw Lubes, Raw Lubes. Uh, thank you for the subs. But again, you know, it's like everything that we try doesn't seem to work particularly well. And again, it's, it's really just about, you know, catching a certain niche and also having a good personality. Or, I mean, I hate to say it, sometimes it's about just being a good looking dude. I mean, it, that helps a lot too. <laughs> you know, me being a fat Asian guy, I mean, I certainly doesn't help. I think, uh, you know, on thumbnails and stuff like that, you know, Justin Wong can get away with it because he's Justin Wong, right? He's just like super, super popular and important. And uh, that's another thing too. Uh, it's easier when you're good at the games too, a lot of the times. Uh, people definitely like it, like seeing people be good at fighting games. So even though King J, you know, mentions here, like you don't have to be good. It kind of helps. <laughs> it kind of helps to be good. Uh, honestly. Uh, so, you know, it's not just as simple as, you know, Hey, uh, you don't have to be good to create good content, right? It helps. It helps to be good. Um, but again, like I'm not, it, it, there's a, so many factors uh, involved with this, right? So, I mean, Justin being one of the best, you know, and how I got these characters to master definitely helps a lot, right? Same thing with Sejam. He's so good at fighting games. You know, he's just like, oh, time to learn this character. Look, and I can do everything. And he just, he catches on the character so fast. And he's really good at teaching people. So, you know, it, it helps to be very, very strong uh, to have your content. Because people don't like watching people struggle a lot of the times, I think. Unless, like uh, Tofu says, that's your shtick, right? Unless it's your shtick. Uh, like Flo when he was doing I Want to Be the Guy stuff, you know? Um, right, streaming art gets more viewers if your stuff is good quality. Yeah, and people like to watch good players play fight. I mean, that's why everybody watches Snake Eyes. Because you just watch Snake Eyes and it's just ridiculous. Uh, I do not use the InZone M3 Puff Perry. Uh, I have a Zowie monitor, an Asus monitor, and a giant TV uh, I'm in the market for a new monitor, so if Sony Enzone wants to send me a monitor, I would not be opposed to that. Um, but um, that's just the thing, is that content creation is very hard. Even being consistent, we've been doing the Tuesday show forever. I've been trying to, you know, I'll tweet it on YouTube. I'll be like, hey, new YouTube content. And it like, 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 <laughs> like, maybe move one pebble of sand over to a giant pile. Like, it really doesn't do much. It's crazy, you know? Uh, yeah, Kazunoko has 104K subs on YouTube because he's just good at everything. Uh, yeah, uh, FGC needs more casual content, like more vlogs of locals or something. And again, how do you get to them all? <laughs> how do you get to them all? Right? Like, I can do a vlog of my Burbank local, and then next week do another vlog of the Burbank local. 
And then next week, do another vlog of the Burbank local because I certainly am not going anywhere else, you know. <laughs> uh, genuine question, Best of V Show asks, is there anything I can do for you, James, to help? Is there anything you can do for me to reciprocate? How can we support each other? I have no idea. Like I said, I mean, the problem is, is it really comes down to having people do the non-fun parts, right? That's where a lot of it comes from. If I could find someone who's willing to edit my videos down to more cohesive content right when I finish streaming and then, uh, you know, go through this entire two hour stream and cut it down to like a really cool half an hour block or something like that. I mean, maybe that works. Uh, but again, I can't pay anybody. <laughs> Nobody's making any money. And I feel bad if people are volunteering for that. And then they're also doing the unfun part. You know, that's kind of the situation with it, honestly. Have I tried YouTube shorts? No, Bearberry Cheesecake. But that is something that I have been thinking about very heavily recently. Uh, I just need to experiment with it and see how YouTube shorts works and uh, start creating some. Uh, Matthew Mangiart says, I know a guy doing comic book YouTube stuff and he is steadily growing. You do one, two hour live streams a week, but, at, but has at least one or two 10 minute videos a day. I think daily video helps, maybe helps with the algorithm. Yes, uh, daily videos helps a lot, a lot. So, uh, and then Best of E Show says, I've been doing a ton of shorts content. Maybe my content is ass but I haven't received much of a response. Yeah, see, this is, this, is, this is how it goes, man. It's like, it's really, really tricky. And you have to be super consistent with it, right? Like you have to make shorts like literally every day. And do you have enough content to keep making every single day? Or do you run out of stuff? Or I don't know, maybe some people can tell me that you don't need to make YouTube shorts every single day. Uh, that you could just make once a week or something and that actually works. I, I don't know. Uh, but again, the thing about it is it's, it's all of this is just basically a summary. All of this is just basically a summary to say the content doesn't matter. <laughs> so King J's post here where he says, you should do more interviews, fighting game pot reactions, reviewing trailers, etc., etc. The truth is, what the content is practically doesn't matter. <laughs> and even Sajam has said this before, like all of his like super detailed streams and stuff like that, and like educational stuff won't do as well as a lot of the uh, the the tier listy kind of things out there, right? Um, Shay says, while FGC definitely lacks content variety, almost every successful FGC streamer becomes successful by doing variety. Maybe it's just the low ceiling of FGC only audience. I mean, it is one of the big things, right? Is the FGC only audience is, is, is a problem, uh, honestly. Um, but again, the FGC is such a niche. Right. And this is why I had my conversation, you know, during the video where I talked about, oh, is our fighting game content growing stale? You know, where we talked about the CR Cup and stuff is that here in the West, 
we're just they're just not ready for fighting game content. Juna just tweeted out that Street Fighter 6 was the second most watched game in Japan last month in September. And uh, we just don't get those kind of numbers here in the West for Street Fighter. We're, Street Fighter's doing great in terms of views for fighting games, but we just don't get that kind of exposure and that kind of popularity, you know? And that's the tricky thing. And yeah, I mean, you basically have to turn your YouTube into an Instagram by putting content out like every day, like here's a short, here's a short, here's a short. And it's kind of uh, really tough. But, but see, the, the crazy thing is that they got to get more creative than just tier lists. Talk about your favorite character, story points, etc. The crazy thing about it is, Trick Slicks, let me, let, like, again, let me, let me show you guys, okay? Uh, I played Aki for a week. What are my week one impressions? 2,300 views, right? Detailed analysis. How did Oniki beat Fujimura? 1,300, 1,000 less, right? How does James approach FGC color commentary? 1,000 less viewers, right? Uh, so, you know, when I talked about Aki and my thumbnail says, is Aki low tier? I got more views. When I talked about what is a balanced fighting game anyway? 2,500 views. Uh, when I said the current state of Street Fighter VI, you know, uh, 7,000 views on here. Um, dude, tier lists get clicks, man. It's not that we need to be more creative than tier lists. Is that tier lists get clicks. <laughs> they get clicks. It has nothing to do with like skill or, or anything like that. Cause I can put in a bunch of effort into something else. And then I put out a video about tier lists and then all of a sudden it's like kaboom, right? Look at this street fighter six character usage stats are surprising. 7,000 people watch this video, right? Like anytime I talk like current, Street Fighter VI month one character evaluation and current tier thoughts. 10,000 views. My most viewed video in the last two months is a tier list video. <laughs> People want to see tier lists. This is just the thing, right? Like. It's not that we aren't being creative, it's that we know what gets clicks. And every time we try to be creative, we get no one watching any of these things. It's absolutely mental. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh man. Uh, it's crazy, dude. Yeah, Cami costume tier list, that'll get so many clicks, dude. I think I should do that, Eclodam. I actually really want that. Um, but you know, that's the thing, right? That that that's how it usually works. Is that uh what gets the clicks are <laughs> are the things that a lot of people bulk at and make fun of and like get mad at. So that, that's it's it's crazy. Uh, dude, Trick Slicks, like I said, man, we did the Tuesday show forever where we talked about all this stuff and talked about all these topics and we had interviews and we did that for like a whole year and nobody watched. 
We got like two, 1,500 views on a lot of our videos. Like I did a whole analysis on the Tuesday show videos at one point in time, and we just weren't getting any views. You know, and uh, that was like the 11th year of the Tuesday show. <laughs> That's consistency right there, right? I mean, we were doing it for 10 years. Uh, Church of John says, not uncommon in other communities to create content creator-focused discords where they will collaborate and discuss what is and is not working in their community. And that's one of the hardest things about fighting games, too, is that everybody is on this grind right now. So there's very little cooperation, I will say, within the content creators of the fighting game community because everybody... Everybody wants to cut. And I don't want to say they want to be in the limelight, but they're all chasing that bag. You know what I mean? That That's kind of the tough things. Uh, I think as a content creator, you have to accept creating some fluff content in order to satisfy the YouTube algorithm. And uh, Tombstone says, might have to get out of the comfort zone at this point. And again, you know, that's the thing. This is the hardest part, right? It's like getting out of the comfort zone means you fail. <laughs> <laughs> like I have tried a lot of things here, you know, and it just, I mean, I made the first attack videos a long time ago. The, the other first attack videos, I made a bunch of first attack videos a long time ago. Just great stuff. I mean, like, honestly, like some, like there is just gold in this content over here. If you want to learn fighting games, but it's just, it was so much it was so long. Even after I edited them, <laughs> they were super long. Even after I edited them. So first attack 2020. Uh, like the intro video, which was 40 minutes, maxed out at 10,000 views. None of the other videos even came close. If I read you the numbers of these first Attack 2020 videos, it's literally 9,500, 9, 2,500, 7,000, 2,000, 3,200, 6,400, 4,400, 1,300, 2,800, 3,400, 2,200, 801, 1,800, 1,500, 1,500, 700, 1,200, 1,000, 1,200, 500, 1,000, 900, 700, 450, 400, 1,000, and 1,000. Like the numbers just precipitously plummeted to death. And these videos are 18 minutes long, 20 minutes long, 37 minutes long. But you know what happens? A lot of people have actually said one of the worst things to do is to create content in a series because people will see, oh, first attack, episode seven. Shit, does that mean I need to catch up on one through six? And it actually murders your content. Creating a series, that's why the current uh, content that I have uh, on my playlist, on my first attack videos, First Attack 2023, don't say they're part of a series. Like there's no indication on those videos that they're part of a series. They're all like 
being marketed as standalone videos and they're definitely getting a lot more views than my original first attack videos. It's crazy, but even, yeah, if you do a part two video, they always do worse, always do worse. And that's why when I did my frame data part two thing and marketed it as a part two for a while, I think that's why it died on the algorithm after I changed the thumbnails and after I changed the title to remove all part two stuff out of it, it was just too late. YouTube just didn't care anymore and that thing won't show up. If you actually do searches sometimes for some of my videos, like they just won't show up in the search results. Videos just basically on YouTube get eliminated from, uh, from showing up on search engines. <laughs> oh, it must feel so disheartening to spend hours and hours working on a long vid for to get little views while someone's one minute reaction video has 100 times engagement. Absolutely, Peter0611, and that's why it's so hard being an FGC content creator, because you're like, I'm gonna do something different and cool. Thousand views, Ugh, here's my State of Street Fighter 6, 10,000 views. And you're like, okay. <laughs> it's just what it is, right? Uh, I mean, Matthew Mangiar says, I just made gold's five star and a lot of what I learned came from first attack. Issue might be that fighting games are just so hard new players give up before they can even find those videos. Yeah. Best of Five Show says, I interviewed Zed Tabani a few weeks ago and the videos we got from that didn't reach triple digits. Jesus Christ. Holy crap. Transformers movies sell 10 times more than Oscar winners and tier list videos get 10 times more videos than educational videos. People don't necessarily want to watch good content. It's true. That's what Shay says. Um, uh, yeah, good content is subjective, but again, it's just how it works. Uh, it's just, it's, it's difficult. And that's, that's just kind of what I'm talking about here. Like, we need, like, it's it always sounds easy for people to be like, look, FGC just needs to do this. They're missing out on the boat here. But I, I'm just, like I said, this is just, like, totally candid, full disclosure. I'm giving you all the numbers and everything. Like, I'm trying, dude. <laughs> I'm trying. And like I said, before I took that two-week break, which, oh, God, it's just, like, I can't believe how much that two-week break killed me. Like a lot of my videos were doing around the 4,000 marks, right? So like, you know, uh, I have, you know, blah, 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 f like 7,000 here, 2,500, 5,000. Uh, I got 13,000 views when I asked, is Street Fighter Six devoid of real footsies? <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, Rashid, 2,600, you know, drive rush cancel input, 3,800. Uh, and then, uh, and then Evo happened. So I, I, so yeah, 4,000, 4,000, you know, and then Evo happened and then all of my views dropped because I went from, uh, July 29th to August 7th before I put out content again. And that little week, that little over a week was enough for YouTube to basically murder my engagement and uh, drop me down to like 1,500 views for a lot of things, you know. And it's taken me a while to get back up there because immediately, like here's the thing, like immediately after Evo, like my numbers just completely dipped. 
And since then, I've built it back up. Since then, I've built it a little bit back up, but it still hasn't quite gotten to pre-Evo numbers again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Seventh Force asked, damn, it could happen that quick? Absolutely, yeah. If you just stop putting content out there, YouTube's like, well, <laughs> you're not creating content anymore, so... <laughs> Uh, consistency is a huge part about it. Huge part about it. So you can't take breaks. Uh, so Super Coco Jean says, I love the content you do, the courage it takes to keep going. Don't neglect your health, though. If you need a break, definitely take one. And that's the thing, Coco Jean. You can't take a break. <laughs> yeah, let, I mean, it's interesting because there's two audiences out there, right? Uh, Shay asks, how length of videos factor in? Imagine longer videos get less views but might bump up watch time and ad revenue. Uh, it really depends. My content is good for people who are traveling, commuting, or they're at work and they want to listen and they don't have to watch. That's what podcasts are for, right? You don't have to watch. You can listen. So my audience is that. My audience in particular is the podcast crew out there. Uh, there is the audience out there for shorter content. Shorter content definitely makes a lot more money and views and stuff like that, which is why I need to work on that. Uh, but it's tough, right? Uh, something to pay attention to the numbers have been down across all of Twitch. Is that true, Best of show? I'm not sure, actually. Look at Rufelmonger. They're always pumping out vids at all sorts of hours of the day. Yeah. Uh, that's basically where, yeah, it says Echo Dam says, yeah, you and David have been part of my commute for years. Exactly. And so that's my audience right there. But that audience doesn't necessarily succeed on YouTube unless you are completely one unique or two super entertaining. And my, my shtick is more that I'm more empathetic and I analyze things and I'm more mature and I approach things from a diff very different, older viewpoint than a lot of other people. So I appeal to a lot older people. <laughs> but I wouldn't say I'm like super entertaining. Like I'm not gonna sit here and make you laugh all day or you're not gonna be sitting here getting like all the cool, like hilarious content. You have to be kind of an analytical mind to listen to me because I just drone on all day. <laughs> Yeah, oh, Best of East 5 show says, yeah, this year has been much lower than the previous two as far as actual people on Twitch. I wonder if it's because people are going outside a little bit more. <laughs> Hyper Fentanyl Force says, I think you're hilarious. Thank you. <laughs> and Echo Dam says, I speak clearly and that's good enough. Yep. Um, always makes me sad. I remember someone who did one cool video and think they haven't, Hey, haven't seen a video of it. Yeah. That's the thing is like, whenever you take the breaks, what happens is you don't get put on the YouTube recommended lists anymore. And that's what happens. And so your engagements go down and YouTube judges you on all of that, all of that. Right. Uh, honestly. So um, and, uh, hyperfentanyl force says, I like your commentary commentary more than generic esports play by play commentary. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. So, uh, your commentary with Killian is always great. Yeah. Me and Seth, we hit a certain, uh, audience. We hit a certain group and we are more about attachment to the viewers. You know, we, we have this, like I said, the, 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 the advantage of me and 
Killian, Seth Killian on commentary together. We are the two biggest FGC fanboys like on the planet. And so when we commentate together, you get that energy where we're just like, I love this kid. Oh my God, I'm so happy the FGC has allowed this to happen. These guys are so great. Oh my God, like, oh, this is so, oh my God, like, why is this so cool? Oh, this, this is the opportunity. We've created the opportunity for these people on this big state. Like, that's the kind of stuff that me and Killian do. And that, that <gasps> touches a certain audience. Sorry, hitting my microphone over and everything like that. So... Uh, outside of YouTube revenue, is multi-platforming, live streaming on Twitch, Kick, Twitter, etc. can help? Not really, honestly, because Twitch is just where everybody is. <laughs> uh, I'd be curious how much drop in Street Fighter Six interest in playing since the initial release. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of people are still playing. It's just that we're kind of past the honeymoon phase now, so everyone's getting mad about everything all the time. Hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, oh, who are we talking about? Super Coco Jean? Who are we talking about over here? What did I miss here? Uh, oh, Thorgy's Arcade. Yeah, Thorgy's Arcade is really good. He's really, really good. Uh, have you ever thought about doing something TNS style? So you have lots of comment, lots to commentate. Yeah, I mean, I was supposed to be doing the show. You can sure you can scrimmage a lot more. But I've been either A, busy most weekends, or two, the ADHD is just like, I don't want to do it. And I know that uh, Investigation Cone tried very hard to help me be motivated to do it. But like, I just kept dropping the ball on that. But again, when I put up the show you can scrimmage, a lot of people don't watch that, right? The show you can scrimmage doesn't really get a lot of views on YouTube, unfortunately. Uh, did I even do one recently? I don't even think I uploaded the last one, to be honest with you. Uh, but yeah, they generally don't get a lot of views, uh, in general. Uh, let's see here. So an old show you can scrimmage. Yeah, see, like we uploaded show you can scrimmage, strive beginner tournament. That got 342 views. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so Street Fighter V tournament for beginners. Uh, see, this one got 715 views. <sighs> Just... People don't want to see beginners. It's like one of the hardest things out there, honestly. Uh, people just don't want to see that, you know? <laughs> and then look, and then, and then Matthew Mengi Art says, yeah, looking at TNS and they barely have 600 views. Uh, maybe I'm the only one who likes that stuff. Well, I don't know. How do they do on YouTube? How do they do on YouTube here? So, um, so if we go to youtube.com and I go to Tampa Never Sleeps. So if we go to Tampa Never Sleeps' channel and we go to their videos over there. So UMVC3 got 15. Well, let's do uh, by latest over here. Uh, I mean, they get about 20 some views for uh, Street Fighter 6, 22K. 
uh kof 15 tournament got 18k so they're doing really well uh they have some pretty decent uh, amount of views uh on their tournaments here so they're actually doing pretty good over here mvc3 has 13k 15k etc etc seventh forces so what's a generally accepted view floor i'm happy with my one to 2k per video but honestly wonder about general metrics for larger folks I mean, it really comes down to just how much you can make off of it, right? So like I said, I, I've already just kind of, you know, just been straight up. Like, uh, what are my stats over here? Like, I'm just being completely candid here just to let you guys know. In the last 30 days, I've had under 40,000 views and my revenue is a little over $200, right? So I've had 40,000 views in the last month. And the amount that I've made from that is $220. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the thing. TNS has basically become the next NLBC, and that's really good. So they have a kind of a, a, a strong, firm grip on that uh, area. Like whenever I want to go watch high-quality DNF content or KOF content, Tampa Never Sleeps is like the first place I go to. Uh, oh, before I, I mean, I moving on to the next content, but I've also got to close this stream out for YouTube. I got to close this stream out for YouTube. Let's do this. All right. Thank you guys for you guys. The day this podcast graced your ears was the most important day of your life. <laughs> uh, but for me, it was Tuesday. Again, like it's just it's just not that easy <laughs> bro how do I survive that's a great question uh, factory worker okay so food food I'm on food stamps okay so I'm getting food from the government and then it's commentary right commentary is where the money comes from uh, but again that's not a lot of money either right so like I got paid for like five gigs that I did in the past three months recently and that money's just gone like I get my, my I've talked about this before like commentary money just like disappears just absolutely goes away so basically I'm struggling here on top of the fact by the way that uh, I also uh, have lost a ton of money and all of my savings taking care of my apartment flooding situation uh, and, and like, I'm, so, uh, I'm going to CTWC this weekend, the classic Tetris world championships. That's this current weekend. I'm flying to Portland for that, you know? And it's like, that's awesome. James, you showed recently that CTWC had like 19 million views on one of their videos. So, you know, they must be doing great. And so they must pay you great. Right. <laughs> um, 
So I'm losing money because I had to buy my own plane ticket. The past couple of days, I kept trying to do a donation stream to help me cover my airplane costs to CTWC so I don't lose money on the trip. But for the most part right now, I'm losing money because like, what is CTWC marketing, right? This is the problem with it. CTWC is great, but they're playing NES Tetris. How does that help the Tetris company? <laughs> it just doesn't. Thank you for the sub, Eclodam. <laughs> um, they're not getting sponsors. Because, like... <laughs> It's just, it's a tough situation, right? Like, it, it's a tough situation. So, like, I'm, I had to spend a, a good chunk of money just to fly out there. And look, it's a, like, I, I, I'm actually losing money on it. <laughs> Have I thought about starting an OnlyFans? Nobody wants to see an OnlyFans for me, dude. <laughs> uh, David got an official job with Tenno uh, as their official lawyer. And so since he will be doing a bunch of deals with, you know, and working with companies directly, it is not in his best interest to be on a podcast where he's like, hey, guys, <laughs> I think this game sucks because of this. <laughs> he just has no ability to do that now. It's just conflict of interest at this point. So he basically had to he basically had to leave uh, the podcasting space, basically. Um, so, you know, that's kind of the situation here. I mean, after I get back from CTWC, I'll probably do a Tetris donation stream uh, to, to, to help me cover my costs going out there. But, you know, that's just a thing. Like, I only bring that up because... The FGC is not any different, right? If I go to Combo Breaker, if I go to CEO and commentate, the money that they pay the commentators does not cover the flight or the hotel. And so you're just like, wait, shouldn't they be flying people out there? Look, the TOs are already losing a lot of money on these tournaments. <laughs> They're cutting costs everywhere they can too. So the best that they can do is just hire the commentators that are already there. <laughs> it's the, it's the, that's the best way they can do it. Um, League of Legends fighting games, maybe. I don't know. Again, I mean, I would love to see what we can do. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Shay is saying these numbers are even crazier if you consider James has decades of reputation in the FTC. An unknown creator in the fighting game space would even have less chance of making anything. Yeah, basically. Um, so only pro tours basically reimburse flights. Yeah. I actually, I mean, I, you know what? I don't even fucking care anymore. Even back in the day when we were going out to all the tournaments for Capcom Pro Tour, they weren't covering flights and hotel. They were just trying to pay us extra so that we can get it covered, basically. Uh, so we can basically get it covered. That was the idea. Um, uh, yeah, the FGC's not making any money, Baseball Super. <laughs> uh, I've thought of, like, people have talked to me, like, why don't you do Valorant or League of Legends? Because that's not what I care about. 
it's just not what I want to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as someone who Tombstone says, as someone who works only one job, I'm considering getting out there in them streets to show some skin as a side hustle, and I'm a little bigger than you. You might want to consider an OnlyFans. No, I can't. I can't do it, dude. <laughs> Uh, uh, how much is your expenses? What is the amount that I need? You're talking about in a monthly context? In a monthly context? Are you talking about going to an event? Uh, going to an event. And again, you know, so CPT hires us to do, for example, um, you know, CPT online, but they don't pay us that much, right? Like, I'm not trying to call out Capcom or anything like that, but they have their budgets too. Right. And uh, they they really just don't pay us that much. <laughs> um, it's kind of how it is. So uh, is there a way to leverage your programming skills in a fighting game context? Yeah, I actually wanted to help people create overlays like this. Uh, but I, I ran into a couple of a uh, couple of roadblocks on that. And a few things that I wasn't sure, but I can still freelance that for a bunch of people out there. Um, am I going to Singapore? The people who are running Singapore never contacted me. And that's the other thing, too, is like I'm just not getting contacted by a lot of groups anymore. So uh, the Singapore crew never contacted me about going to Singapore. So uh, I have no word on that at, at all. So clearly I'm <laughs> not going. <laughs> to Singapore. <laughs> no one's contacted me about the, uh, the, the, the EU one either. What was that? France, right? So probably not going to that either. Um, and that's the thing. So again, it's just the FGC is, is a tough space to be in. So again, just all coming back to say, We're trying. <laughs> it's not about the content. So that's that's kind of what the main thing I wanted to address about King J's tweets. is like there's a big hole in FGC content creation. There isn't a big hole. The reason why there's a big hole is because all the things that we all think should be viewed don't get viewed. You know, people in the chat saying we got to be more creative than tier lists when tier lists clearly get the most clicks. <laughs> Oh yeah, Singapore is the offline CPT major that someone that it's like the the, the second Evo direct qualifier basically. Uh, we did a com we did commentator tournaments back in the day. Step back uh, on Ultra Chen TV. We did the commentator cup, and it did all right. Um, uh, it's not a ton of views. Um, let me see, commentator cup. So we did a commentator cup for Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, and that got 417 views for the top three. We had we did top three, 16 commentators, uh, UCTV commentator cup for Guilty Gear Strive. We got 417 views on that video. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I mean, 
it's awesome that we did it. It's not awesome that it got 417 views. Uh, I wonder if we have actual politics going on in terms of who's getting hired in FGC. I feel like there's a little bit of that, but I also feel like it's just because we have too many commentators in the fighting game community. And I hate saying that because I don't want to be like the guy who's like, you know, blockading. I'm not trying to be like, oh, kill all the upcoming commentators. They're taking my job. Brr. But really, honestly, there's just too many commentators. And so every commentator is trying to get their foot in the door. So they end up accidentally or even intentionally undercutting other commentators. So we can never raise our prices, basically. Everybody wants to do this. If I told Capcom I won't do it for less than this amount, <laughs> you think they're going to be like, shit, we're going to have to meet his demands. <laughs> it's going to be like, whatever. Let's find this other guy over here who's so willing to do it for so much less because he gets exposure. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, I mean, dude, at one point in time, long, long time ago, uh, someone who no longer works at Capcom was even saying, why are we even paying the commentators this much? We're giving them free exposure. We should be paying them less, is what uh, someone who at Capcom used to, who used to work at Capcom said at one point in time. You know, like that's, that's the nature of the business, uh, honestly. So... Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> uh, is it the same person who had Sejam lose his job there? No, different guy, different guy. Uh, that was a long time ago. That was a lot. That was a lot earlier than when Sejam had his situation. So, um, <laughs> I'm contributing to AI bot commentary. Baseball super. What have I done? <laughs> what What have I done? <laughs> But yeah, back to the whole original topic at hand. It's just that's that's the key factor right here is that people don't want to watch good content in the fighting game community. <laughs> people don't want to watch it. I mean, the problem with exposure in the fighting game community doesn't pay is that. Uh, and again, so step back. That's another problem. You unionize the commentators. That has been a conversation amongst commentators a lot unionizing but the problem is if you unionize and all the commentators cost the same then you really do kill everybody's chances at becoming an up-and-comer because no one's gonna pay for any of those guys they're only gonna hire the same commentators over and over and over again so we've actually talked about yeah if we unionize we'll all get fired yeah we'll get scabbed basically we will all get scabbed uh, but I mean, another thing too, is that, you know, um, we could also say, oh, well then you have to hire two A level commentators and three B level commentators that's in the contract. But then who gets to decide who's an A level commentator and who's a B level commentator. There's going to be egos that are going to be, uh, getting murdered in that situation. So, you know, it's a tough situation. Like, the whole thing is just, it's, it's, it's a rough situation. It's a tough situation. Content creation, commentary, it's all a lot of people trying to get a piece of a not particularly large pie. 
Uh, I mean, I tried doing MK11 commentary. I, I just didn't keep up with the game. And I, I'll be honest with you. I, I look at MK1 and... I, like, it's hard enough playing as many fighting games as I want to. And, uh... Oh, <laughs> I see what you're saying. Commentary fighting for work. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, all the co commentators killing each other for jobs at this point. I mean, we essentially are. Uh, I think a second job is key, unfortunately or fortunately. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I probably should get a day job. It'll make it a lot harder for me to commentate. And obviously, you won't be seeing me do any content like this anymore. Like, you could probably kiss the Tuesday show goodbye uh, if I get a day job. Or maybe I would just use my money to hire editors. That'll make it a little bit easier or something like that, but <laughs> Squid Games, <laughs> Squid Games commentator, commentary, um, but uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough, it's tough, and again, like, this is, a lot of it is from my perspective as well, other people may actually have different perspective, maybe some people actually see things differently, maybe it's just my viewpoint, right, maybe it's just where I'm coming from, but, you know, I've asked Capcom, I was like, hey, do you guys have a role for me on Street Fighter League? I would love to do something for Street Fighter League. I don't have to do commentary. Just let me do something. <laughs> let me be like, uh, like uh, you know, segment narrator or something. And there's just like no room for it because there's just, it's just not enough room for all of us, you know, honestly. Yeah, DoorDash, honestly, like that's, Something to consider, honestly, is to, to think about like an Uber Eats or something. But I don't know if what most everybody has a regular day job. I'm one of the only ones that don't, and I'm and I'm clearly not doing well because of that. <laughs> I'm clearly not doing well with that. Uh, most commentators have a day job. In fact, almost every single one except for like the Say Jams and the Yipes and the Tasty Steves and like Rip, for example, and stuff. I, I think Rip still freelances, actually. So, um, but yeah, that's basically really kind of what it is. So, yeah, and the time management, one of the reasons why I got let go from my job uh, that I was working at was because they could see the deterioration of my work as FTC started to ramp up more and more. The more traveling I did, the more tired I was. And I just was, you know, always like <laughs> I couldn't focus and stuff like that. So yeah, Sejam makes a lot of money on his Twitch. He makes a lot of money on his Twitch and his YouTube. He's sustain he's self-sustainable with that and the few commentary jobs that he gets because he also has the ability to tell people, you need to pay me this for the commentary because if they say no, then he's like, fine, I'll make more money on my YouTube. I'll make more money on my Twitch. He gets more money from subs and all that stuff like that. So uh, he, he's doing fine on all of that stuff right now. So he, he's, he's, uh, he's succeeding in the commentary circle, basically. So... Um, what job is cool with workers traveling regularly? It would have to be like I go work for Twitch or something like that because then like, oh, I totally get it. 
I totally get it. Yeah, Sejam. And, and and that's the other thing, too, is that Sejam is also consistent, and he continues to do it, and he's very personable. And like I said, he's so good at fighting games. So he's very appealing to watch. He's like the the next level of Maximilian, whereas Maximilian like appeals more to the outsiders and has a few FGC diehards. Sejam is the next level, which he has... A lot of FGC diehards, and but a lot of outsiders as well. And so there's kind of like this, you know, bridging. They're like the bridge, the gap that you can bridge in that situation. Uh, Sejam never seriously, seriously competed, but uh, he's really good. And uh, he's very consistent. So that's why I've been chasing ADHD meds for the past like 10,000 years because I'm trying to get to a point where I hope I can be more consistent with streaming like Sejam. But my problem is every time I want to stream, I just stare at the computer or I just sit there on my couch and I'm like, I should stream, but you just can't do it. He used to play KI, he used to play MK, he played Street Fighter, he played Mario, he plays everything, dude, it's crazy. Well, Factory Worker 1, Coffee's not going to help. Factory Worker for Factory Worker 1, like people who know me, who have watched my normal streams and stuff like that, know I have been trying to get ADHD meds for at least the better part of the last two to three to maybe four years. I'm this close to getting ADHD meds. I'm like right there right now. So we're hopefully something will change uh, and see what happens. So... Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, if it's not that, then it might just be, you know, uh, uh, I don't depression or something else, you know, that, that I've just been fighting, uh, for most of my life, uh, basically. So, uh, <laughs> Hey, look, the government is going to help me survive. Okay. <laughs> the government, I'm going to take advantage of this government. So yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in California, it's called CalFresh. And so that's what I've just been using. So most of the time, at least when I can try to stay eating indoors, although I need to renew mine, it's run out and I missed the interview to renew it because of ADHD. Uh, cause I forgot. Uh, but hopefully I can get on there. So, yeah, if only I live, how do I pay rent? <laughs> With what little commentary money that I get, I pay the rent. And also, I, I have a tenant who lives here, but unfortunately, uh, he's struggling financially as well. So uh, that has been kind of digging in there. And then, like I said, on top of everything, I lost all my savings in the great sewage flood of October 5th, 2022. So uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, I'm surviving on what I can from commentary gigs, basically, on what I can try to do, but it hasn't been going very well. <laughs> it hasn't been going very well. Uh, uh, yeah, J-Man, uh, I've talked about that before. I own my place, Bearberry Cheesecake. I own my own place. And on October 5th, uh, city sewage pipe backed up, flooded our underground garage, and then uh, flooded the room that my tenant stays in. City came by and inspected it on that day and was like, yo, damn, my bad. 
get it fixed. We will reimburse you because the city pipe got clogged. Sorry. And so I was like, sick. So I didn't go to any insurance. I called a water restoration company, found the first one that was like, we'll come and start taking care of this as soon as possible. My tenant had to move out for six months. So I basically lost six months of rent. I spent all this money fixing all of the room. Just like re I had to resurface the room. I had to pay the water restoration company down payments so that they would keep working on the job. I spent a lot of money on all sorts of other things to fix it. I couldn't park in my garage for, I still can't park in my garage right now. Uh, no, flooded with biohazardous category three waste. Okay, like it was like, like we needed to pour fucking bleach in the entire room. <laughs> so the water restoration company literally had to dig our entire walls from three feet up down, replace everything inside them and then reseal the wall after like seriously uh, bleaching everything. And so I took care of all of that. And I was like, hey, city, uh, this is the cost. And the city was like, actually, on closer inspection, it was your lateral lines, which is the individual owner's problem. It's not our fault. You have to take care of it yourself. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, no. <laughs> So then I uh, talked to our condo insurance and the condo insurance was like, uh, your water restoration company is charging you way too much. So we're only covering a tiny bit of it. And I was like, whatever, I need money now. But then I hired a lawyer to go and to, to basically try to sue the city because they fixed the, the blockage problem. They didn't touch our units at all. So clearly it had nothing to do with our units. And so the insurance company was like, all right, we'll pay you just this tiny bit. I hired a lawyer. Lawyer contacted the insurance company and the city and everything. And the insurance company was like, oh, you're suing them and maybe you'll get all your money from them. So we're not giving you your check anymore. So... Since October 5th, 2022, which was over a year ago, I have not received one penny to help me cover, like, a lot of money that I have spent fixing this thing. So uh, that is the great flood of uh, October 5th, 2022. Uh, the lawyer is contingency, so he only gets paid if he wins, basically. And so the water restoration company, which I haven't been able to pay in full, has been threatening to put a lien on my home, which will ruin my credit. Uh, fortunately, my lawyer talked to them and now they have a lien on the case. So if we win the case, they're guaranteed to get money from the case. Uh, dude, Tombstone, if you, if you look at my Twitter for the past year and just seen me talk about how depressed I am, <laughs> now you know why. <laughs> now you know why. 
I am super depressed these days and why my streaming has just kind of disappeared. Uh, so like, yeah, that's, that's the life that I've been living, uh, the past year, basically. Uh, it has been, <laughs> it has been a year, honestly. And, uh, that's, that's just the way it works at this point. So, uh, I, and again, I talked to somebody else whose home got flooded due to not their fault due to the city. And it took them over two years, like two and a half years to ever get paid back by the city. When I talked to my lawyer, they're like, we're on schedule. Nothing's weird happening, but the city just takes forever to do anything. Yeah, no, D Nino Diablo, I've thought about it. I just don't know what to do, to be honest with you, Nino. I don't know if I can program at this point. Like, can I program after like five, six years of not programming? I feel like I'm going to be really out of touch with a lot of the technology and stuff. So, like, do I do that? Do I just go find some, you know, whatever job? You know, go work at McDonald's for a little bit? You know, just to, just to pay the bills kind of thing. So it's a, it's, a, it's a fun, fun, fun life. It's a fun life that I'm living. So that's why I have been trying so hard here on YouTube. Um, yeah, maybe five years is not too long. So maybe I can actually get back into it, to be honest with you. So, <sighs> but, you know. That's that's already kind of jumping off topic over here. We were talking about content, and now we're talking about James's struggle with commentary and, and all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, back to the content thing. FGC, uh, it's like we're doing it. It's just that we don't have the audience, honestly. We don't have the audience. The, the FGC doesn't have the audience out there to get those kind of numbers. Uh, it's just the way it is. So I can make content regarding my plight and your other jobs. I mean, I don't know what, like, what am I supposed to do? What do I talk about? Like, hi, everything sucks. Oh man. And, uh, <laughs> I guess it is a little on topic. Who'd you kill? Uh, yeah, and that was the thing. Is that's what I was hoping Street Fighter Six would do is bring in a lot more viewers, and it has. It has brought in a lot more viewers. Street Fighter Six is definitely extremely successful compared to a lot of the other FGC stuff out there. But uh, just in general, people don't make enough content for you know the masses. And I tried to. That's what the whole First Attack series was for. And I haven't figured out a good way to hook in the masses. I need a gimmick, I guess. But you know, I guess I don't, I haven't been able to figure out a way to do that just yet. So I don't know, maybe it's a good idea. Just play, play some stuff every day, find a match that I thought was fun, upload it as a YouTube short or something. It's probably not a bad idea, honestly. Yeah. And this tournament scene drops died. Like there's no offline stuff for me anymore. Right. So, <laughs> and everybody since the pandemic like all the TOs have lost thousands of dollars during the pandemic because of venues they reserved and contracts and stuff like that, that they couldn't run. So that's why they can't afford to pay commentators uh, to travel anymore. So again, it's not their fault. It's not the TOs fault. So 
what do I do all day if I don't stream? Uh, that's called ADHD and depression, factory worker one. <laughs> that's called that. And then also like getting my ass off and trying to clean my home and doing all this stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's um, <laughs> that's a good chunk of time, honestly, uh, is 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 just it's just it's it's tough, dude. Mentally, it's very hard. This past year has been extremely, extremely difficult. And that's why I've been after the ADHD meds for so long. Because I'm hoping that can actually kick my ass a little bit and get me to start doing more content and being a little bit more proactive with stuff, you know. Uh, otherwise, a lot of times I'm also just playing myself or just labbing stuff on stream. Uh, not even on stream. I'm just labbing stuff personally because I just I can't get myself to start the stream up. It's kind of crazy. So, um. Yeah, yeah, a stream buddy, basically, yeah, it's basically kind of what, and that's actually a really powerful thing that Max has, too, is that he has his team, and the team really, really helps as well, so, <laughs> challenge Sage Ann to a first to ten, Jesus Christ, oh my god, get my ass beat every day, okay, that's fair, uh, <sighs> But yeah, I mean, I even said this year I was going to do better about being a Discord fighting game player, but I just haven't. But I also thought I was going to get my ADHD meds in like January. Uh, I really, really thought I was close in January. And right now it's October. So, <laughs> oh man. Uh, but I have been playing a lot of Kimberly online. Uh, just by myself. I haven't streamed any of my Kimberly run and I've actually been doing really well with her because I play better when I don't stream uh, honestly so uh, close I mean close to actually getting my hands on ADHD meds. <laughs> I thought I was close to getting my hands on it because I had an appointment in January and I got the appointment in January and the follow-up was like three months later. And then the follow-up to that was to for the regular doctor was like three months later. And then the follow-up to that was three months later. And the follow-up to that was it's like, that's how it works basically. Yeah. Uh, and every time I'm like, all right, let's do this. And then I talk to my doctor at the clinic and she's like, yeah, we have one behavioral uh, psychiatrist in our entire staff and he's overwhelmed right now. So we can't give you your medicine. So call these numbers here and see if they have somebody. And so that's where I'm at right now. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm on Medicaid as well. Uh, I'm on Medicaid and I'm on CalFresh both at the same time right now. So uh, back when they had the pandemic relief, I also had uh, I also had unemployment as well. But unemployment doesn't have pandemic relief anymore. So. Uh, dude, it's so hard. So th there's another problem, Tombstone, as well, is that every time I play video games and I'm not streaming, you feel like you're wasting your time. Like, I could be streaming this. I should. You get the streamer's guilt is what they call it. They call it streamer's guilt. You feel like, I should be streaming this. And so, like, I end up not playing video games. <laughs> I end up literally not playing any video games because you just like, 
you're like, I should be streaming this and I'm not streaming this. So you just don't do anything. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> oh man. So like every time I'm like, I should play this video game, but I should stream it. And then I'm like, I don't feel like streaming. And then it just like cycles into this vicious, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. See, Max says that he has streamer brain where he literally can't play games unless he's streaming. Uh, could be chronic fatigue symptoms, mostly baseball super. It's, it's depression. I think, I think largely a lot of it is just depression. So, uh, I literally talked to, uh, somebody today and they've offered a couple of hint, uh, tips and stuff. And, uh, you know, they're going to see if they can get me something sometime very soon. So hopefully, hopefully things will change very soon. Hopefully, hopefully. So um anyways i just i don't want this to be a pity thing because people have asked me to like oh with the flood situation james why don't you run a gofundme everybody would love to support you and it's kind of like ironically the the fact that people know me and would support me is kind of like the reason why i don't start a gofundme because like I just, I, I would feel guilty about it. Like I did a GoFundMe one time to help pay for my cat, you know, a, a hospital bill. And I'm just like, I just don't want to be the guy that's always doing this over and over and over again every time something happens. And, you know, be, be yeah, it feels like I'm exploiting them. And not only that, but, you know, I'm exploiting the fan base, right? Like I have a fan base and like, it feels unfair that I can go and do that and use people for that kind of thing when there's so many other people out there who don't have that kind of benefit. And like, yeah, that makes no sense, right? Like you to be like, well, then yeah, take advantage of the fact that you have that. But like, I just, I can't, like part of my brain won't let me do it. It's weird. Like I just... I, 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 I feel guilty about it. I, I feel like I'm taking advantage of people and, and I kind of just <laughs> don't want to do it. So, you know, uh, that's kind of the situation that I'm in with that. So, <sighs> it is unfair what happened to me with the flood in the city. It is, it is, <sighs> I mean, like I said, next week, I'm probably going to do a donation stream just to help me cover my CTWC costs, right? Like, I'll probably do that next week, honestly. Do a Tetris stream and, and, and ask for help on that because uh, I'm going to need help covering that cost as well. So, in any case, uh, boy, I've been going on this for a very long time. I don't even know if I want to do an analysis anymore at this point <laughs> maybe i'll save the analysis for next no i need content dude i need more than one video to put up on youtube so uh i need to I, so i need to do this all right so uh, uh <laughs> let's do this let's do this um uh do i make more from youtube or twitch about the same about the same, but right now more on YouTube than Twitch because I haven't been streaming consistently enough on Twitch uh, to make that much money through subs and stuff. So uh, 
Uh, if you don't stream a lot, you just don't make a lot of money on Twitch. And I've been streaming abysmally low the past year for reasons stated, right? I've just, I've just, my brain has not been working for the past year, uh, honestly. So, but let's go ahead and move on to the next thing over here. Uh, Whew. All right, what am I trying to do here? Stream control, there we 